morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin, hosting 7.31 a.m. Uh, today on the show, we have stories in gaming, we got stories in sports, and we got a little NFT action as well. So, coming on 7.31 a.m. today, we've got Sir Elton Jones, and we have the one and only Charlie Colbrenner. Gentlemen, happy uh, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday and happy what else? Well, 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 Charlie, it's funny you ask. Today is September 21st. Do you remember? You know, everybody? Anybody? Yeah. Sort of a- yeah. Yeah. Black barbecues everywhere. That is the national anthem, fam. Uh, love, love was changing the minds a little bit while chasing the clouds away. Well, did you Google lyrics or you knew that off the dome? Before, oh, I, I had to look beforehand. Oh, I wanted to make sure I got it right. So I kind of, I know more is just, <laughs> I kind of know it all is just sort of, <laughs> and body y'all, just say that yeah, five right. times. Uh, I sort of, but no, you, you came prepared. I also, I, I probably try and uh, I let I let the dancing kind of speak for itself. You know, I let the lyrics come through my dancing. As you should. You got a fun fact? I do have a fun fact. Uh, fun fact about the song September by Earth, Wind & Fire. The writing process for the song took about four months long and uh, compiled of like 20 to 22 pages of writing. So... Uh, let's get rocking and rolling. As I said, today is September 21st. It is Wednesday, and we're going to get grooving on in the show. Let's start over here in gaming. Elton Jones, I like this one a lot, brother. Iron Man coming our way. What, what do you know about it? Gaming. Yes, yeah, so Obo, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but Marvel Games is going extra hard these days. You got Marvel's Midnight Suns. That's dropping in this December. A new Wolverine game is on the way. Spider-Man is getting a sequel to the whole PS4 adventure game he had. And we're also prepped for a game team up between Captain America and Black Panther. So Marvel Games is just throwing everything at the wall and it'll it'll stick. I just know it will. That's that's so yesterday, Ellen, that's Murder's Row. That is like yeah. just death lineup after like that's going to the final boss you gotta run through like his five goons beforehand <laughs> it's like oh man uh bruce lee going up each floor then he gets to the top he's yep. like oh the new spider-man game yep, yeah yep, i made yep. it <laughs> that's great it's crazy because like we found out that electronic arts and motive motive is a development studio that's working on the uh, dead space remake and they also made a uh, star wars squadrons so they also have their own marvel game in the works it's gonna star none other than iron man so here's an official statement from that announcement. Developed in collaboration with Marvel Games, the game will feature an original narrative that taps into the rich history of Iron Man, channeling the complexity, charisma, and creative genius of Tony Stark, and enabling players to feel what it's like to truly play as Iron Man. Now the game is currently in the pre-production phase, and we'll have more updates as we get further along in development. My gut is telling me, Iron Man game dropping fall 2026. You already hit 2026. 2026? What? Yes, sir. Pre-production means we just started drawing some stuff. <laughs> We're conceptualizing. Holler this in the next three years. <laughs> That's that is ridiculous. Seeing how GTA 6 looked this weekend, like just demonstrates that like video games take a long time. We we probably got spoiled 
from Rockstar Games uh, working their employees yeah, abusing. to death. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah, just, <laughs> oh, right. Man. Like, just abusing their employees to get games out. And we're like, oh, well, if you work normal 40-hour work weeks, it takes about three years to put out a game. Totally. Elton Jones, uh, thank you very much. Do you have a, a preference on who might voice Tony Stark? I mean, I feel like that's going to be a big casting there. Hmm... They got to get a knockoff. Who could be the perfect copycat vocal-wise for him? Do you get Do you get like an impressionist, maybe? Do you get like someone who can do a downy impression to do it? Yeah, like, who's the dude that voices Nathan Drake and he's in like every game? Yes. Yeah, and he... Elton, did you ever see Uncharted? No, was he in it? They gave him a cameo. Nolan North. That's yeah. his name. Of course yeah. he was in it. What am I thinking about? They, get, they <laughs> gave him a cameo during Uncharted. That's great, bro. I love that. Oh, I love it. Elton Jones, thank you very much, brother. Appreciate you coming on the show as always. Charlie Colbrander, we're coming your way. We're going to head on over into style. Charlie, this is this is right up my alley right here. LeBron 20s release info is out. What do you think about him? Yeah, yesterday we had seen some sneak peeks of LeBron working out in them a few weeks ago, but this is the first like formal look at the shoes and a release date. Um, the LeBron 20 is going to release on September 29th. I think that they're so, so, so sick. Head to 137pm.com if you want to see all the images because um, we got all the press. I, I think they're so sick. They have this cool stitching double um, double check logo that I really like. Um, I know some like LeBron purists feel that they are not, they don't look like LeBron's. Um, mm-hmm. I believe every LeBron signature model up until this point has debuted with high tops and these are low tops. Um, so that is sort of a distinction. Um, I know a lot of people think they look like KDs. I, I agree, they do look like KDs, um, but I love KDs. I, I think they're so, so, so sick. I think they're one of my favorite, visually aesthetic wise, one of my favorite LeBrons of all time. I'm curious to hear about people playing in them. I'd love to play in them also. I, maybe I should, uh, I might try and cop a pair. Um, but they're really, really cool. The original, the initial colorway is this like mint green with a pink sole. They're really beautiful. Um, the campaign lookbook was styled really well. Um, and the Jason Petri, who is the senior footwear designer for men's basketball, and he's been the lead designer for LeBron's line since the LeBron 7, said that we saw the 20 as a chance to celebrate the next 20 years for LeBron. The stitch tag inside the tongue says designed and engineered to the exact specifications of the next generation. We took that line seriously as we designed the shoe. We had players like LeBron's sons, Bronny and Bryce in mind. We wanted to get in their heads and learn about what young players were looking for. As I said earlier, the shoes are releasing on the 29th. I feel like people, I could be wrong about this, Bo, and I'm curious what you think. I feel like people are wearing more and more low tops in the league these days, I think. So it feels like it makes sense to do um, low tops. I guess I just, because KDs are so popular and Kobe's are so popular and people primarily wear the low tops of both of those. Um, but what do you think? I, I also think there's been this like growing demographic of like midsoles right so if you're a big man yeah. you now wear midsoles and if you wore midsoles as like a forward back in the day now you wear low tops and all guards wear low tops like the fact that Giannis's shoe is a mid to low is pretty ridiculous because 10-15 years ago they would have said no 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 Giannis you're a big man we need to sell to people who want to like play like a big man and it's like uh, no it's kind of more comfortable honestly if you play in a midsole and instead of like just tightening your ankles as much as possible to avoid ankle injuries well why don't we just instead like teach you know big men proper footwork yeah and also i feel like something that kd has said a lot and a lot of people have been saying is that the league is going to keep getting taller and more skilled players like victor Wembanyama, who's one of the biggest prospects in the 
probably the biggest, the most hyped prospect since LeBron James is, was recently measured at 7'4 or 7'5, but has like kind of a guard package, like can kind of has a handle, um, has a great pull up jumper. Um, and so I feel like, like we're seeing players like him, if he was going to be over seven foot 20 years ago, they would have, he would have only learned like a post game. He would have learned how to just be a big man. But now we are in an era where every player sort of has to have a little bit of a guard skill set. And so with that, we're going to see more and more people wearing low tops for the mobility and the agility provided by them. Charlie, also one thing that they crushed, you mentioned it really fast, was the first color way that they dropped for so this sick. thing. The first colorway matters so much, I think, with these projects. Like, if it's a whack first colorway, then people aren't going to be as interested in the shoe. They dropped a heater with this one. Yeah, they're so, so, so good. Go to 137pm.com and check them out because, yeah, I, I, this colorway is so fire. I think I'm going to try and get them. They're uh, on the 29th. I don't think they released a specific time yet, but I imagine on Nike.com you can find it. Word, word. Charlie Colbrenner, thank you very much for coming on. I, I missed having all three of us on the show. It's been so pleasant. I agree. Well, hey, listen, I'll be back. But I'll see you later, man. Beautiful. Well, I'll, I'll see you in the office later this week. Sounds good. Bye, Charlie. All right, now we'll head on over into entertainment. Entertainment. We got just a quick little story here. The Golden Globes are going to be coming back to television and you have the controversy of the Golden Globes from previous years where they found out, you know, some not so pleasant things about the people who are running the award show. Well, they signed for a one-year deal. They will be returning and they also released the scheduling for the program. So on Monday, November 7th, they're going to have the deadline for the submissions of both the TV and film projects. On Monday, December 12th, they will announce the nominations for the Golden Globes. And then on January 10th, the live broadcast of the 80th annual Golden Globe Awards. It feels like we have an idea of what might be coming for the for the show in terms of like the nominations and stuff, but the Golden Globes have always kind of been able to separate themselves a little bit from the Oscars by having some different selections for their nominations. So always very, very curious to see how that goes. And now we will wrap up over in sports. Sports. The PGA Tour announced a NFT project coming their way. So yeah, this is sports and NFTs. I'm not exactly sure what we want to classify this as. It might be an NFT project, but the PGA Tour announced that they will be including an NFT project into their company. This will come in 2023, and they have partnered up with the platform Autograph. And you might have heard of it because that is Tom Brady's platform like the NBA Top Shot program or the UFC's uh, Strike program, you're going to be able to collect moments, iconic moments from the PGA Tour. So I'm thinking about Tiger Woods' infamous 2008 putt at the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines to tie it, to extend it to an overtime, to extend it to a playoff. Tiger Woods chipping at the Masters. You know, the ridiculous image of the Nike ball going into that hole. Those moments are going to be up for auction um, we talked about this a little bit yesterday through some short form video on 1:37 p.m. But this realistically is a direct result of the PGA Tour having to respond to Live Golf. Live Golf is the competing golf uh, organization that is backed by Saudi Arabia. A lot of people are very pissed at some of the athletes on the PGA Tour for heading over there, taking that money, saying it's dirty money. Whether or not you believe that's right or wrong, I think that. The PGA Tour announcing this project is a direct result 
of the money coming in through Live Golf. They needed to find a way to bring in more revenue for the players. They wanted to add media rights for these players who are part of these epic moments. And for the last 40 years, PGA Tour players have been independent contractors. So they are not employees of the company, but this is certainly going to give those players a bigger piece of the pie, which in my opinion, they are deserving of. That will be it for today's episode of 7.31 a.m. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Hop into our Discord. It has been absolutely popping every single day. Steven is one of the most hardcore 7.31 a.m. listeners. He's dropping his thoughts on every single podcast every morning in the Discord. Chat it up with him. Let him know what y'all think. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious.